Today in Agronomy on KFILAM AM 1060 with Pioneer Field Agronomist Allie Wise and Josh Schaffner. Here's Josh and Allie. Good morning, Southeast Minnesota. Uh, this is episode 17, and today is March 25th, 2020. Uh, Allie, we're kind of doing this a little bit different today. Normally, uh, we're together when we do this, but with uh, the current situation, we're actually recording remotely. So yeah, definitely uh, a little different uh, setup today, a little different um, view of being in our offices versus uh, being together doing the show. Yeah, it's a little bit interesting to be having a conversation with you and not actually uh, see your face while we're doing that. But nonetheless, it's just trying to incorporate ourselves with these interesting times and just lucky to have the technology that we do. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. And uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about a, a couple different things today, Allie. I think we're going to start out here uh, in segment one. Um, you know, March is closely coming to an end, and we're certainly seeing, um, you know, maybe the looking at the 10, 12-day forecast here, looking like some warmer weather. And um, I know as we made the rounds here before we kind of got um, slowed down from travel, a lot of planners are in the shop and getting pulled out and getting ready. And I think today we'll talk a little bit about, um, you know, maybe getting the, the planners ready to go and maybe just touching base on uh, a few of the, the high points, uh, reminders of some things we want to get prepared for before uh, we hit the field. Yeah, and certainly, I mean, I think there's a lot of really nice planner checklists out there, but we just wanted to take more of that high-level view of taking a look at what are those things that we can prepare ourselves for here on the front end so that when some of this nicer weather hits, uh, we're ready to go out in the field. So I think for starters, we'll talk a little bit more about maybe the mechanical type things we want to take into consideration um, on that actual planner to make sure it's ready to go uh, by the time it's out in the field. I think the number one thing that seems to come to people's minds is just starting with maybe those double disc openers and depth wheels, just testing to make sure there's good contact between those. Josh, do you have any tips or tricks? for kind of an easy way to to check those along the way yeah yeah there there certainly are and uh you know i think the disc openers are always important and uh you know you can kind of google search the business card method that's kind of a unique way to do it and maybe we could we could probably tweet out uh, after the show some of those details to do that but but you know certainly starting on you know the disc openers and, and making sure the meters are gone through and and just the overall mechanics of the way the things work and and from there you know it um you know with all the other things on the planner, you know, is getting it out, getting everything plugged in. Sometimes, you know, you backed in the shed last year and, and everything was working right. And, you know, sometimes you pull it out and, you know, sometimes I always call it shed disease or things just, you know, just go wrong. But just getting out everything hooked up, making sure mechanically uh, everything is working. You know, that's kind of step one of, of just making sure we're ready. And, and then really one one other thing, um, Allie, this is kind of, I, I think, important as it gets warmer. But uh, I don't know how many times I go out with growers on, you know, some of those first planting days and you get out there and they're running in furrow starter and, you know, there's lines plugged and then you're out there, you know, working with that nasty stuff. But one other thing I always encourage growers is, is just put a little bit of water in the starter fertilizer tanks, you know, take it out on the driveway and just make sure all those tubes and lines are running properly because there's nothing worse than when you get out there and you got one or two lines plugged and giving you trouble and the, the fertilizer is sticky and greasy and, and sticky and there's just nothing worse when all those are so that's just one thing i always like to encourage is a little bit of water through the starter fertilizer tanks to make sure all those lines are working properly is uh, also hugely beneficial because there's just nothing worse when you get the field and you have trouble with that 
Yeah, I think that's a really good tip. And, and like you said, we can sure tweet out a list of some of these more mechanical type things you want to take into consideration. But once you've worked through some of these different settings and just made sure that all your systems are where they need to be. I think you've mentioned, Josh, sometimes it's nice just to take into consideration where is that maybe smaller acre acre field that I could go to first uh, earlier in the season, get that planner out there and just start to get some of those bugs bugs worked out. It seems like by the time the weather's nice enough for for us to get on into some of those fields, it usually takes a good day to get, like I mentioned, some of those bugs worked out. Any any ideas around that that you see working well on some of those operations of those first days out? Oh yeah, I think the the practice day is is maybe something that's a little bit underutilized, and and I think part of it is even before you get there, even just double checking, you know, all of your if you got VRS scripts, you know, just making sure those are all loaded properly and working right, and then from there, uh, to me, the practice day is everything. And what I like to do is you know, take a small field, maybe it's only a part of a field or, you know, getting a field, kind of the headlands done, but, but just getting out there. And in, in most cases, the practice day might be a day sooner than you'd like to be out there or, or a half a day, but just where you can get out there and double check all of your depth settings and make sure the prescriptions are loading, make sure the fertilizer lines are all working right. But just to, and also just kind of retrain yourself. You like the monitor updates, get used to the new screens. And, you know, it, it's just so common when you drive around, uh, during planting season today, when you see a, a plant or a, a grower stopped at the end of the field, you know, and the, the planter's not moving, the tractor's not moving, they're usually staring at the monitor, pushing buttons. And, and every year, there, there's always some new nuances, nuances to that, and, and a lot of it's just updates. But it's so hard to keep up on that stuff when you only use it for for a few weeks a year, and then you put it away and you, you forget about it. But all those things, if you can have that practice day and make sure all those kinks are worked out, um, when that day comes around, that conditions are really good, and you get two, three days of good weather. Um, with the importance of planting it, we got to make sure we have all those kinks worked out as much as possible so we can be efficient and cover acres in a hurry when that time comes. Yeah, so I think really just thinking about what are those things I can do to get organized, whether that's having your crop, you know, field by plans, by hybrid varieties, uh, populations, just having that seed ready to go in the order uh, you imagine you'll plant it planner monitors working programmed and then I think another thing to consider too is just making sure that any tenders you might be using out in the field with some of that seed uh, make sure those get get a nice look over before you're you're out there in the field as well so if there's any way we can help please let us know but next segment I think we're going to dig a little bit more into some of those spring tillage considerations <music> 